This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All righty, it is that time in the week where we meet with our friends over at Black Locks Reporter, where they dig up all the juicy little nuggets that don't get all the attention, but they should because they actually matter. And of course, no one does it more or has more on his plate these days than Tom Korski, who is the managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Good to have you, Tom. I mean, who cares about an election? You guys just, you guys, you guys have so much stuff to write about and it, you don't even need an election to stay busy. There's no end to it, really. Yeah, no. If you're looking for mediocrity and waste, it's a conveyor belt, really. It really is. Let's talk about um, uh, mediocrity. There is a, a report by the finance uh, Department of Finance about, um, you know, fault and, and waiting and way too little too late when it came to the issue of banning international flights as this whole thing started. And, you know, we didn't restrict our air travel until 10 weeks after the first COVID death was reported in Wuhan. And, and these briefing memos that you guys found dating back to February 10th uh, of 2020 to Health Minister Patty Hyde were cautioning, you know, that they didn't want want to signal to Canadians that the government believes the risk within Canada is changing and other measures are necessary. So they're 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 giving us, you know, um, you know, spin. Meanwhile, they're not doing what Canadians want, which is to shut down borders, because to to even utter that you were called a racist. And that was a clear indication. This was public opinion research that was commissioned in house. And they found that it was overwhelming majority of Canadians said, look, if you want uh, an exhibit on what you did really badly. That mm-hmm. was fun. And it's interesting that auditors, uh, to date federal auditors, have really sort of uh, ignored that issue. In, in other words, what happened when the ship hit the iceberg? What what happened <laughs> in the first few minutes? And yeah. it was not inspiring. And you are exactly correct. The uh, uh, internal memos at the public health agency said they they feared for uh, anti-Asian discrimination. That was the priority. Mm-hmm. And uh, Health Minister Patricia Haidu famously said publicly that, uh, well, border closures and travel restrictions don't work anyway. And they mm-hmm. did wait uh, weeks and weeks and weeks after Taiwan, after the United States, after South Korea, after a lot of Australia, a lot of very knowledgeable countries said, that's it, no more flights from China. Even until the pandemic was declared globally by the World Health Organization, there is documentation. The public health agency was recommending that Canadians could safely travel to Wuhan while the bodies piled up. It was inexplicable. It really was like thousands of people arrived here from Wuhan and and they were telling us yeah you can go there no and you no you don't wear masks patty or um dr tam said don't wear masks they don't do anything in Wuhan like you look back to it now and of course everyone's going to forget about this once the election's called um but their pandemic performance wasn't all that good i, I really don't know where the polling is saying that they did a good job but like th- these are the things that you say what a coulda shoulda and they just didn't but it's interesting that that the canadians get that you know, I mean, they polled on it, and, and this is do. not, uh, you know, uh, cries in the wilderness. This is exactly. Isn't it telling that they actually pulled that question? What did we do really badly? <laughs> and the consensus amongst people nationwide was, oh yeah, that the the invoking the quarantine too slow, 
too late, really bad job. They did a bad job. They did do a bad job, nonetheless. Trudeau government refusing to comment on a $120 million housing loan to one of uh, the wealthiest developers and a major uh, liberal supporter. It's uh, Choice Properties, which just happens to be owned by George Weston Limited. The loan was to build 302 apartments in vote-rich Brampton, which always helps. Um, this guy, this the company earns $1.6 billion a year, and we should remind people it also operates Loblaw companies, which got those free freezers from the government, uh, $12 million. I mean, it pays to have friends in all the right cabinet positions. It really does. It, it, this was one of the strangest uh, uh, housing initiatives of all time. They didn't <laughs> give it to the Co-op Housing Federation. They gave it to exactly uh, a real estate trust spinoff of George Weston, one of the wealthiest corporations in the entire country. The CEO of their housing division, uh, was paid $3 million last year. $3 million chief executive mm-hmm. officer. So Can you they're, imagine? They're now, George Weston are, is now the uh, affordable housing voice. Uh, there was a, <laughs> uh, a news website, Press Progress, got some absolutely hilarious disclosures from CMHC. This towering apartment building that is to be constructed in Brampton within two years, over, over 300 apartments, uh, fewer than 20% are quote-unquote designated as low rent, below market rent, or affordable. So you're basically giving billionaires <laughs> low interest loans on mm-hmm. a 10-year on a 10-year term to build skyscrapers and that's our housing plan. But don't question them on it because well, it's it's none of our business. Meanwhile, and I don't even know why she's out campaigning cuz she's not even running in the election, but uh, infrastructure minister Catherine Canada uh, flies out to Edmonton holds a news conference and lectures Canadians that we need to reduce air pollution. She's got to be kidding, because when you look at the flight logs that you guys dug up, she logged nearly 29,000 kilometers just last year. And so here she is talking about air pollution, and it's like a quarter of Canada's greenhouse gas emissions, yet she flies out to Edmonton in a campaign stop. It's ridiculous. Uh, 29,000 uh, uh, air kilometers uh, by commercial traveler, uh, uh, commercial flights for Minister McKenna. Uh, uh, she was not traveling, by the way, to perform heart surgery. Uh, she was traveling to give speeches about climate change and lecture reporters at news conferences. It is rich in irony, isn't it? That's the thing about climate crisis on Parliament Hill, Alex. It's really a conceptual. It's, it's mm. a concept. And you will search in vain to see how this alarm over climate crisis and uh, Catherine McKenna, God bless her, is the Dr. Doom of climate change. She never tires of talking about how it's killing people. As she gets her luggage from the carousel and hails the cab to go to a news conference to talk about climate change. It is it is irony rich, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's the old do as I say, not as I do, and it's the, just the little people who get the uh, finger wag every day. Um, can't really say I'm surprised about this, but um, charity co-founder, we charity co-founder Craig Kilberger is uh, no longer on the federal board appointed as an advisor to the Leaders Debate Commission, and they confirmed that. Um, you know, he was a party donor. Um, he's lost pretty much everything because of the prime minister. I'd be surprised if he did stay. End of an era, really. That was a year ago. <laughs> I was struck. I know. It, 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 and... It was really striking, the truly disastrous uh, appearance at the Commons Finance Committee by the Kielberger brothers, but uh, sad for Craig Kielberger, end of an era, his last federal appointment has now expired. I feel there should be suitable music at this point, and I, but I, only in my head, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, it was very clear from their last appearance that there is absolutely no love lost between he and the uh, prime minister. And so I can't I can't say I'm sad to see any of it go, but um, then I'm just being a nasty person. Um, and we'll leave on this because I think this I think this sums up pretty much everything wrong with government. But this re they did a rewrite. So the, the Trudeau government comes in and in 2016, they have to rewrite the federal citizenship booklet. And it's all about, you know, something you give to those who come into this country uh, so they know what our country's about. It's taken them five years to write. It's still not finished because they have to make sure all the, you know, woke and virtue signaling is, is just perfect. Five years? Yeah, it's 68 pages. They say George Orwell wrote 1984 in one winter in a Scottish farmhouse. So uh, <laughs> everything is relative. <laughs> yeah. 68 but that was actually worth, it was worth we're, reading. We're in year five. Year five yeah. of the federal government's rewrite of the citizenship guide. Five That's years crazy. Out. Do we have a cost on this? Oh, are you kidding me? Are, are you kidding me? Well, no, we'll, file, we'll file the access to information request. You know how long that'll take? Well, a good 10 years, but I'm hoping I'll still be on air when I'm 90. Um, but, but here you go. And so, so are these people just reading the old stuff? What are they getting when they come in the door? Oh, what they did is they're, they're, I, they're getting the uh, Stephen Harper 2012 version, oh. which celebrates Johnny McDonald as a colorful personality <laughs> and a visionary leader and talks about the War of 1812. Well, then I say... Take your time, guys. Just take your time. No problem there. All right. Lots of stuff obviously going on. And I know you guys are working on a pretty juicy little story that will um, make people shake their head for, uh, I think, tomorrow. But we'll, we'll check in on that later. Appreciate the time, Tom. Thank you very much, Alex. Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. They do, in fact, deliver. They are subscription-based. They earn every single penny. Uh, and, yeah, they're working on uh, something that will just make you go. Are you kidding me? Stay with us here. Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.